It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Um, yes. My grandma reminds me of Vicks. When I think of my grandmother, uh-huh. and I think back to like my old neighborhood, I haven't seen her in a long time because she, she passed away. Rest in peace. That's kind of like how life works. That's how, what happens to grandmas. Yeah. She reminds me of Vicks VapoRub, and she reminds me of, uh, of thermoses because I always had to refill her thermos. And she would give me a whopping $5 whenever I would refill her thermos and do chores around the house. And what would you fill this thermos with? Soup? Coffee? Actually, yes. Uh, with top ramen. Soupy noodles. Okay. And, and she, she would say- it? She drank. I don't know. I didn't watch her ingest the noodles. I didn't stick around to see grandma. Uh, it, yeah. I'm, old people eating kind of grosses me out, actually. Uh, really? Why is that? Yeah. Kids eating and old people eating kind of make me feel weird. <laughs> okay. Why kids eating? I it's mean, the same thing. They're, they're both struggling so hard. It's really kind of, I know it's not um, the position I should be in, but, uh, but I you hate have when logic. I get sat at a table and there's like an old man next to me. I'm just like, can I get a different table? <laughs> you seem like the type of person that would be at a wedding and you'd be seated at the children's table. No way, bro. I haven't been sat at the children's table in years. No, I mean, like, obviously. because I start talking to the kids. Although, when Homeboy gets sat at the kids' table in this movie, that's like what I would do, except I'd do magic for kids and shit like that. That's why I'm thinking it. I'm pretty sure you'd have a good time because you would have an audience. You could talk to these kids. You know, you'd well, all have your Game Boys. It wasn't a wedding, but uh, it might have been my grandpa's funeral or my grandma's funeral. I was doing magic for the kids. Uh-huh. And finally, one of my uncles goes like, hey, man. You just carry all this stuff around in your pockets? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, he does not know that you do that. <laughs> I, had, I had like phone balls that day too, so I had quite a bit of stuff with me. I remember we would go to some places and you'd be like, we'd be halfway to a party or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, fuck, dude. And I'd be like, what? Did you forget your wallet or something? You're forgot like, my cards. forgot my cards. And you would, a few times you and Austin wouldn't let me go back to go get it. I know if, one time in particular we were like walking to a party and we weren't that far away from my house. And we I was like, I'm just going to go back. And you guys like, no, no, you're not. And I'm like, please just let me go back. You're like, no, no. Now, in retrospect, do you think that you actually would have used those magic cards at you know, that party? I always have them because you never know. I mean, because I could imagine. Worst case scenario, the party turns, turns and it sucks and mm-hmm. you want to do something to pass the time. Well, let's play some cards. Let's My question some- for you is when you get more progressively drunk, are you more inclined to do magic tricks or it's when other people are more drunk, I'm inclined to do magic. Okay, so it's dependent on your audience, yeah, not yeah. necessarily you. Yeah, the sober I am, the better the trick is actually going to be. Yeah, have you ever fucked up a magic trick Every from time. being super drunk? Every single time. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, when you fuck it up, you just do a different trick. Okay, nice. Then do you have smooth transitions if you fuck it up? No, I start crying and sweating. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, being the <laughs> actor o- that you it's are. It's like obvious that I fuck up. <laughs> I didn't mess up, is you that messed your card? up. <laughs> are you sure that's not your card? Are you sure? Are you sure? Can this be your card? You you must be an angry magician. You must get mad at the audience if it's not their card. Um, it's funny. I, I and we'll get to the episode of magic. Although we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I, it's funny. I follow these pages on Instagram that like of magician memes. Uh huh. And one of them is like, when a girl forgets her card, and you're just like, it's okay. And like, when a guy forgets your card, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, dude, I I I get it. I feel like I would be the type of person that would forget my card. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be upsetting. But I've learned through you. To never forget how, how my you, card. I don't understand how you forget the card. I mean, <laughs> are you so enamored? so many suits? Are you so, so many numbers? So, it's just <laughs> you're. But you don't have to remember all of them. You literally just have to remember the one thing that's in your hand. Four, 
and a heart. Okay, four hearts. But you know, I get distracted because I'm trying to decipher how the fuck you're doing this magic trick. Unbelievable. And then I forget the most important thing. That's what why I have card? you sign the card so so I can prove it to you. <laughs> Dude, I don't get magic. I, I, I've told you, don't ever reveal the mystery to me. I, I want it to be... Uh, magical it's nice now because uh otis carries cards with him now too yeah and so uh i can always do tricks with his cards otis how you doing buddy don't talk to him he's asleep oh uh, he's asleep he's uh, it is very, it's late right now it's about three in the morning yeah. thursday we're gonna get this episode out before friday hopefully yeah baddies we're not gonna lie to you we've tried doing this before but it was too fucking hot in the room so we waited until we got the heater working mm-hmm. we got the blinds closed uh-huh uh, sweatsuits on uh-huh we're just going to sauna this motherfucker. We're double downing on this weather. It I, is summer. I already have heat stroke. Uh-huh. I have a turtleneck. I'm looking like the rock from the 80s with the gold chain, and I'm sweating up a storm. You know a picture I'm talking about? I do. Where he's wearing a fanny pack? I hate turtlenecks. Really? Yeah. Why? Not a good look. It's a great look. Well, I could disagree. Welcome, 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 baddies. Hey, welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast. Nighttime edition. After dark. After, I mean, that doesn't necessarily make ICBTB it. ICBTB after dark. This is our collab with Skinamax. Wow. And uh, progressively, as the episode goes on, we're going to take up articles of clothing, starting off with my left sock. It's like, uh, what was that website? Uh, Naked News? <laughs> Do you remember that from way back yeah, in the day? Yeah. This, okay. <laughs> the news that they actually reported Real was news. it valid? Yeah. Real reports. These these people were actual journalists with the naked. Um, but they would just also had their titties out. Well, that's crazy. Hey. Do you put that on your resume? Uh, it depends on what job you're going for. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you ahead of the game in the adult industry, or like, are you it's catching defini- up? Well, I think in entertainment, any yeah. entertainment, it's exposure. Okay. Literal exposure. Yeah. As far as uh, applying for CNN, uh-huh. you really got to hope you got the good journalist skills. Yeah. And like a good schlong. No, no men. I don't know if you ever, you clearly didn't Was watch it. All it. No men. I've seen clips. I've seen clips and I've definitely seen the female clips. Because there's no guy clips. I mean, there's a lot of weather, naked weather girl type things. Mm. Right? I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, and they, like, what does it air on? Is it... What, Naked News? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a website. I don't know if it's still active. Okay. Otis, you want to look it up? No, Otis is knocked out. It's already on his page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's his most viewed website. Let, let's tell the baddies what movie we watched. No. Okay, uh, that's all baddies. <laughs> we're Good signing, Good we're signing out. <laughs> uh, we watched a movie called Grandma's, Grandma's Boy. Boy. Uh, and it is the quintessential 2000 stoner film i think yeah it's uh it's the marijuana equivalent of beer fest oh uh, yeah totally What'd um you say? yeah it's, it's like the it's like pineapple express for the early 2000s yeah yeah i think we could keep playing this game and keep saying it let's keep uh, going <laughs> it's like the 1980s um what's what's his name Cheech and chong okay up in smoke gotcha. uh, but uh you know 2006 version it's and like only one guy. It's like uh, dazed and confused, but in the early two thousands. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, cool. it's like um... <laughs> I think this game is dead. <laughs> so let's move on from it. It's like Lady and the Tramp, <laughs> but with stoners. It's like The Notebook, but no Ryan Gosling or Rachel McAdams, or that much romance and a no lot more travel. weed. 
<laughs> no time and travel at no all. No time travel. They don't time travel in the notebook, <laughs> Yes, fool. they do. No, man. Those are time we, jumps. We time travel. As audience members, yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every movie is a time travel movie. Man, it's Except for this one. funny that we have a movie podcast. People trust us to... <laughs> People cite us on their college papers. Yes, they intellectually <laughs> trust us. They, they People reach out to me and ask my opinion on movies and things, and I'm just like, how did you get this number? Yeah. If you guys are here for valid information for movies... Then let's get started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the nitty gritty. Here you go. Go ahead with the itty bitty nitty gritty committee. Uh, we watched a movie that is entitled Grandma's Boy, or for all those cool cats, G-Ma's B. Um, or for all you Spanish cats, Abuelita's, Abuelita's uh, Nino. El Nino de Abuelita. Ah, the, <laughs> the boy of grandma. <laughs> Everything's backwards in Spanish. You know how crazy. What a crazy language. <laughs> El Nino de la Abuelita. El Abuelita. It's tiny so grandma. formal. Tiny. Paquito Abuelita. Abuelita. Guys, it's nighttime. <laughs> Deal with it. We are very high on caffeine uh, yes. and cocaine. Not that. That no, no yes on that. Well, jokes on you because I put it in your bang. Oh, oh, oh. I, I don't even know how to be fake high on cocaine. That's it. Did I do it right? <laughs> That's it. Oh, 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 oh. Stop. You're doing it too realistic. <laughs> People are not going to understand the joke. People are going to think I'm a cokehead. You don't make enough money for that. No. Actually. <laughs> what a weird... Thing to look at me and judge me by. Does <laughs> Christian make, make enough, enough money? To have a coke addiction? <laughs> yeah, addiction? For sure. Oh yeah. No, I'm way too groggy. No, nobody, and that's why you would. Nobody just does coke for fun. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. It's a for, lot of people do, but a lot of people are addicted. Do it for functionality too. Especially like the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. The Wolf of Wall Street. Everybody in the I club think doing Richard coke. Richard Pryor said uh, cocaine addiction is God's way of telling you you have too much money. Oh. <laughs> I, it's a it's a way to buffer you from being definitely brings it back down. Yeah, you're like if you got too much money, spend it a lot on coke, and you'll be you'll stay in the middle class. This is all part of the nitty gritty, guys. So I hope you're taking notes for your college yeah, class. Yes, yes, yes. On Grandma's Boy, uh, which is rated R, mm-hmm. was released in the great year 2006 of our Lord. It has a runtime of one hour 34 minutes. So don't take your shoes off, Melissa. It's only got 94 minutes. Uh, it's got a seven out of ten on IMDb, 16 percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and then actually, Christian, I have a rating from iTunes and Apple um, because they're the beacon of freedom and uh, free speech. Mm, mm. Uh, 4.6 out of 5. Oh, they really like this movie. They're not the only ones. Steve Jobs really likes this movie. Honestly, I bet you he did. This seems like a movie Steve Jobs would like. <laughs> he would have smoked too and had some ideas for Apple. This is how he got the idea for the iPod, bro. Oh, through Grandma's Boy, because everyone knows that iPod didn't Actually, come out until after 2006. According to Ashton Kutcher, it's it's from Sitting in a Forest on Acid. Oh, really? That's what the Ashton Kutcher movie told oh, me. Oh, that's right. Uh, he played Steve Jobs. Um, Christian. What's up, dude? Guess it. Oh, the Google users, the percentage of Google users that like this. Uh, well, I was going to have you guess how long my foot is but we'll go with google users what a weird question i don't your size 13 foot you told me this because i'm your best friend um but google users 87 percent incorrect 91 percent. 91 percent. that makes sense why does it make sense because people like this a lot of people like this it's uh i i think it's one of the happy madison films that does stick out amongst others because it's like among the handful that 
doesn't actually star Adam Sandler, even though like he's behind the production. Um, yeah, a lot of people know Nick Swartzen from this. This is one of Nick Swartzen's best works. Yeah, he, he helped produce this as well, as well as Alan Covert and whatnot. But we'll get to it. Do you think that this is what helped him come up with the idea for Gay Robot? Ooh. You remember Gay Robot? <laughs> no, because Gay Robot came out before this. Really? Yeah, dude. In the uh, in one of the scenes in the movie, there's a poster of, of Gay, Gay Robot. Robot. That's right. Yeah, in the building where they work. Funny, funny boy. Yeah. He's a funny, funny man. Nick Swartzen? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I yeah. think he's a silly boy. One of the youngest. You think he's a silly boy? Yes, I'm pretty sure that's a big compliment in his realm. <laughs> Hey, you. And what about yours? You're a silly boy. Because you're the one who said it. Because <laughs> I'm the... Dude, if someone calls me a silly boy, depending on the inflection and their tonality and their voice... Hey, you're a silly boy. I'm confused. Because <laughs> you went through three different levels of tone. I would be... If you said that to me on the street, uh-huh. I wouldn't know what to do. Baby, hey. <laughs> oh, you're in a car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? You're a silly boy. I wouldn't hear that because of all the cars on the street. You're a silly boy. I'd be like, what's this guy? What's this guy's deal? Why are you saying it like that? What's my deal? And then I come back in reverse. Let me tell you my deal. (laughs) No, I would teach you the ways of the silly boy. Oh, so you're a silly boy too? Um, I'm the silly boy. Obviously. And obviously we are silly boys because we have barely gotten to this movie. Here's the synapses coming at you. Right at you. When he... And his roommates can't pay their rent. Video game creator Alex, played by Alan Covert, finds himself homeless. And he moves in with Lily, his wacky grandmother, played by Doris Roberts. Lily and her elderly pals like to hang out in front of their television all day. But their constant presence puts a damper on Alex's social life and his pot smoking. Alex wants to court co-worker Samantha, a.k.a. Linda Cardellini. Mm, Cardellini. Instead of any other people. But he is preoccupied by his rivalry with another game designer. So the would-be relationship is in limbo. The way you read that is like you're reading to a child. Well, I am. Uh, (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> Unless you're calling all of our listeners children, because we're really reading the synopsis to them. They're children of the corn. That's a don't call them that. That's a terrifying movie. Budget of five million dollars, Christian. It made ten million dollars. It made six, Ooh. but uh, I believe it made about fifty million dollars in its release on DVD. Damn, a lot of people bought it on DVD. Yeah, instant cult classic. Nice, nice. How come you don't think it? It really uh it. Stoners it, don't make it to the movie theater. Okay, they they're yeah. too lethargic on the couch. You got to know their, you got to know your market. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. They're like, okay, I'll I'll buy the DVD. I'll watch this at home. Like, I don't, smoke I, some I don't think any stoner movie does well in theaters. Really? Because I Can feel you think like of one? people. I don't know. I don't. Mm, I don't know. I don't know stone culture too too well. Stone cold. <laughs> I don't know stone cold. <laughs> I don't know stone cold Steve Austin. I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> Let's run down real quick a cast list because it's got all your favorites. Yes. It is a Happy Madison film. Uh, however, Slandler is not in it. Nope. Uh, but we got leading the pack and the writer, Alan Covert. Leading the pack of women, Linda Cardellini. Leading the pack of old people, Doris Roberts. And now let's break down each one of those teams. So the team of uh, friends, Alex's friends, we got Nick Swartzen, who's uh, a funny man. Uh, we have Pete, Peter Dante playing Dante. 
And then we have Kevin Needlin. He's his boss yeah. doing like yoga uh, and drinking weird tea. Jonah Hill has a very small line. This is probably the movie that got him a sad card, honestly. Um, and uh, and then there's also, what, what's the fucking weird dude's name again? Um, oh, JP? JP, what's his real name? Oh, no, he has one of those names. Where Joel they're... Moore. I, I know him from Dodgeball. He's, he's the weird guy in Dodgeball. And that's the only thing I know him from. I think that's the only two things he's done. Yeah. Uh, old people. We got Doris Roberts. We got Shirley Jones. We got Shirley Knight. Uh, people on the side that you missed but probably love. Rob Schneider. Uh, we got David Spade. We got Kevin Nash. We got <laughs> Kevin Nash, the wrestler. What? Yeah, dude. Oh, is he one of the bikers or something? He's one of the movers in the beginning That's of the movie. That's why he was so thick. Okay. Um, wrestler. It's it's a couple it's a couple good ones, bro. Okay. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Abdullah Nagum. Uh, he plays Dr. Shakulu. Did you have a, a gulp in there? Well, that's how I believe it's pronounced. Okay. N apostrophe G O M. And it's his presence in the movie and what they what they make him be is so offensive. It's so yeah. two thousand and six. Did not age well. No, this whole movie didn't actually. The video games that they're playing, they're playing like a old Xbox. Yes. Um they're playing they're other but uh, their cell phones are kinda old, but other than that. Yeah. Um the only thing that aged well in this movie was Shirley Jones, because she's she was a, a <laughs> good-looking like, old. She looks woman. like Shirley Jones. Yeah, she's never aged since she like became an old woman. Crazy, she had such a sexy role in the movie. Yeah, this was her. Um, the I watched an interview with all three of the old women in in the interview, mm-hmm. and they were saying they were so excited to be in a raunchy film because usually they've all worked together at some point in yeah, the past. Sure, right. But they were excited. They were like, oh, we get to work with a, a Happy Madison production, you know, like with Adam silly. Sandler. We get to be silly. This is something that we've never really gotten to do. And they're being like funny old ladies. Like at one point, uh, Doris Roberts finds Alex's bong. Yes. And she's like, oh, I found your vase. So it funny. It smelled horrible. So I cleaned it out for you. Mm-hmm. And she has flowers like inside of the bong and outside of the spout where you put the Yeah, uh, she's mouthpiece. like a little flower in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shirley Jones... Oh my gosh! She's it was hitting on Nick Swartzen more than hitting on her. At one point, at his touching work, his she is like touching his head, massaging and like biting his ear. When she's first introduced to Alex, he is moving back in uh, because one of their uh, roommates passed away. Yeah, and she's like, uh, "Um, I got a gay nephew too," and he's like, "Oh, I'm not gay." And she's like, <laughs> "Right, right." That's one of my. That, I laugh. <laughs> That's my favorite joke in the entire. She's so sarcastic. She's a she's a sassy Spitfire is what she is. Uh, does Alex Covert look thirty two to you in this movie? Alex Covert looks like a bootleg Mel Gibson man. Now he looks even worse. He looks like um, Mel Gibson if but Mel Gibson him. never directed Passion of the Christ and became like Mel Gibson's buff, dude. Have you seen a recent picture of him? Now, mm-hmm. no, because when buff. I when I close my eyes and I picture Mel Gibson after all these years, he just I would think that he's wrinkly and saggy. He's he's buff now. Buff, bro. Wow. Buff, bro. But he hasn't been in a lot of movies, has he? I haven't seen him in nothing lately. He's done a couple indie films. He did that one with a hammer. I don't remember much more about it. That's such such an ambiguous description. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. There's a hammer in it? Yeah, he uses it quite a bit. Okay, okay. Beating people's faces in. Oh my. He, he's kind of like on the tier that Nicolas Cage is on right now, huh? Like kind of disappeared but don't, doing indie films. Nicolas that- Cage does way more, though. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is doing whatever the hell he wants at this point. You know who's not doing whatever the hell they want? Who? David Spade. David Spade. Is he not? Oh, his Comedy Central show just got canceled, I Poor, believe. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, Lights Out with David Spade. He's playing a uh, a waiter in this movie. 
And oh. it's my favorite scene because they leave this vegan restaurant to yes. go to my favorite fast food place in oh. history. They go to a Tommy Burger, which if you're in the LA area, you got to go get a chili burger from Tommy's because it is the best. And, is it uh, better than In-N-Out? Yes. Is it better than Shake Shack? Yes. Better than Whataburger? Yes. Better than White Castle? Yes. Really? The best burger? It is my favorite fast food place in the world. Wow. When's the last time you had it? Last time I was in LA. Wow. Yeah. When okay. I If I'm dying, when I go to... When I, when I murder... A million people, and I'm on death row. Uh, I want my last meal you don't to be. Have to do a million people, man. Just, <laughs> These are crazy exaggerations. That's a huge statistic, dude. Or we could just get I'm you gonna, a Whataburger. I'm gonna build. I don't want Whataburger. Sorry, my bad. A Tommy. That's why I'm going to What's build a killdozer. And what? Build the killdozer? Yeah, it's gonna be a bulldo- a bulldozer, but designed to kill people. That's. Your mind is fucked up. I didn't create to be a, thinking a, of these an things. actual guy actually did that. <laughs> a killdozer? Yeah, dude. He got killed by the police. It was insane. Oh. Google killdozer because it's dope. Not I don't know. what he did, but the killdozer itself. That sounds like some twisted metal type it's shit. It's fucking metal as fuck. Twisted bro. metal. It's crazy. Okay. Um, um, anyways. But yeah, if you're ever on death row, I'll remember that Tommy you Burger. want a, a Tommy Bahama two, burger. No, you motherfucker. I want two Tommy's burgers, right? Okay. Extra chili on the side. Okay. Fries and a Dr. Pepper. Extra chilies on the side? Are the chilies... Extra chili. It's a chili they... burger, bro. Oh, pepperoncinis? <sighs> yes. Anyways, this is the strategy. Now I'm hungry thinking about burgers. Ooh, I'm starving. Um, I want to talk about uh, the beginning. Of the movie? Yes. Or of life? I wish they used the beginning of life, Adam and Eve, well, like for some people. like conception of the bang, Big Bang Universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's a different podcast. Um, I want to talk about, like, yeah, the beginning of this movie when Alan Cover is getting kicked out. Of his place. He's getting evicted. Rob Schneider is evicting him. Dude, and I love... I wish they That's, used more Rob Schneider. I I think this is perfect. Well, just like a sprinkle of yes. him? Yes. And I think this is his best character. I do wish I could have seen this character again in other movies. His best character? Yeah. That's a bold statement because he has some crazy characters. And I'm you're saying that this is... Feeder in the sand. Wow. I think one of my favorite characters of Rob Schneider is... Do you remember Bedtime Stories? Yes. Yeah, with Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he plays a, a Native American, and I thought he was so funny. Uh, I do like his character in um, Click. Uh, who was he in Click? He's like the prince of Saudi Arabia. Or oh, Habibi. Yeah, Habibi. Prince, prince Habibi. Prince Habibi. <laughs> Fucking love Rob Schneider, dude. Um, uh, Yeah, so he's getting evicted because his roommate... First of all, Alan Covert should not be trusting his rent money. He should not be giving a check to his irresponsible roommate. Although, in his defense, he didn't know he was irresponsible. He thought he was paying rent. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, if you know, you got a roommate. One guy handles it with the landlord. He's the guy who writes the check. That's yeah. just how it goes, you know? And I could see that as an honest mistake. He should have figured it out, though. Not eight months, six months in. You Don't you think the landlord would have contacted him One of them, prior? Like, I guess not. You think he's only been talking to Alan Covert's roommate? <laughs> Alan Covert's like, I, I do not talk to him. I think it's wild how calm he Alan Covert like, was about what it. What am I renting the Cypress Hill in here? <laughs> It's so fun. And he throws his bong and the bong shatters. <laughs> that's insane. You don't break a man's bong. Yeah, that's what they're most upset about. Not the fact that he had five minutes to pack up and dip out. I do like when he goes to Nick Swartzen's house to crash there and Nick oh. Swartzen's got his race car bed. He's like, shh, you're going to wake up my roommates. He's like, hey, man, you can come in, but just keep your voice down, all right? My roommates are asleep. Your roommates? Don't you live with your parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're asleep, though. Just keep your voice. <laughs> and I, I vibe with that. Came over. <laughs> Dude. Well, yeah, you have that constant joke of like, yeah, I, I got, I got roommates. Yeah, mom and dad. Mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
But yeah, uh, Nick Swartzen has a race car bed and he ad libs about it for like <laughs> five minutes. And it's so funny. It is pretty good. The actual line that Alan Cover says is shut up. And that was real Alan Cover. Tell Nick Swartzen to just please stop. <laughs> oh, because he was actually going for super going long. And, going. Um, and then. <laughs> Uh, Alan Covert has to sleep on an inflatable, not even an inflatable bed, but it's kind of like one of those things that you throw in the pool and like lay on. Yeah, it's like a, a, a blow up, a blow up, not a doll, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Unicorn. Yeah, something like that. And if you've ever been to Costco, they sell them there. You'll see them there. And he gets, he's so uncomfortable late at night, two, three in the morning. He He's looking around this child's room and he sees a Barbie. <laughs> A Tomb Raider Barbie. (laughs) Tomb Raider Barbie brings it to the bathroom and just, uh, you know, rubs one out real quick. That also didn't age well because if this was today, Mm -hmm. he would just take his phone with him. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) No one would do it to a... a, It still blows my mind that people... Are are porno mags still a thing? Yeah. Hustlers are still a thing? Yeah. Playboy's still a thing? Yeah, but Playboy actually doesn't do nudity anymore. Oh. Yeah. They're classy now. Like, do they cover it up with actual cloth or is it Whatever. like just censored no they don't i mean it's like art artistically mm. n- naked now so they like use shadows and lighting to cover to cover the nips you still see nips bro okay uh, i'll have to see from <laughs> such a weird thing to say i'll have to see for myself hey if there's a you know a fun centerfold that's always a cool you know uh-huh well you know show me your stash and i'll show you my stash i don't have a stash um so eventually alan covert uh, is forced to just live with his grandma, who is played by Doris Roberts, who you all may know as Ray Romano's mom. And uh, she's a lovely woman. She lives with uh, two other uh, old women. And it, it, it looks like an old lady's household. You okay there? You got allergies, buddy? No, I have an alien growing inside my head. It's trying to escape. But if I keep sneezing, it'll keep him in. Um, oh, weird thing to say. <laughs> if you die, I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't die, actually. He'll just expel out of my head. And will I do a podcast with an alien? Uh, he'll probably take over your head next. It's a Ooh. parasite. Um, um, I do really like the fact that he's, he, he tries to stay with us. He also stays with Dante for one night or asks to stay with Dante for a night. That's right. Do you remember why Dante says he can't stay? Um, I forget why. It's because he's having a lion delivered tomorrow. <laughs> Where? Okay, what does Peter Dante's character do for a living in this movie? So pot. And he makes that much money? I guess if you're the only guy in the city, because he also sells to Kevin Nealon or Kevin Nash. So he in 2006, I guess it was more difficult to get. Uh, there was only weed. on the market or a black market weed, probably. Okay, so he's know. probably I, the only one in town answer. or like on in that suburbia. Yeah, it seems like a big town now. Yeah, he had enough money to buy a lion, to buy a monkey that knew uh, kung fu, jujitsu, uh, jujitsu, or was it taekwondo? One of one of. One of those martial it's, arts. We we are putting too much thought into this stoner film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be broken down this much. Yeah, but we're doing it. Yeah, um, yeah. Peter Dante makes some weird friends, um, of different ethnicities, them. and they in in Happy Madison style they blow up these characters, uh, in such an offensive way. But in 2006, it kind of works. It's always funny when Adam Sandler does it, bro. Yeah. Uh, um. What what other movies did Adam Sandler produce but was not it? There's a shit ton. I feel I, I've looked at oh fucking um, uh, click. No, he was in that oh. fully. The Kevin James movie, uh, Here Comes the Boom. Do you remember that? Yeah, with Joe Rogan. Is Joe Rogan in that? Uh-huh. Probably. That's the one where Kevin James actually got pretty buff. Is the one where Kevin James is playing like a neo-Nazi? 
What the fuck? He never plays a neo-Nazi. What are you Dope. talking about? Yeah, he does. It's like a new film that he's doing. The way he's playing. It's. I hear good things. Really? Is he trying to make that? Hey man, that if you're an actor, like, you got to do it all. Wow, he's pulling an uncut gems type well, of thing. Uh, if he can. Wow, trying to get out. I have respect for actors that uh, gets get stuck in a, a typecast, but then they could break out of it. Genre bending. Genre bending, like what Clark Duke did with Arkansas. He was no totally. longer the funny best friend. Or like when Tom Hanks became like a real actor instead of like bosom buddies. Uh, or like what's bosom buddies? Does a TV show he was on where he just played like an idiot. Okay, and then. And then he did like the money pit. He was like, oh, gotcha. in like the 80s, there was like three or four major leading guys, right? You had Matthew Broderick, you had Tom Cruise, you had Tom Hanks, uh, and you had, let's say, John Cusack. And yeah. then coming to the 90s, they all aged into this progression where you kind of either needed to nut up or shut up. And some of them chose to go like action route star with Tom Cruise, where he definitely stopped being cocktail and like funny jokey guy and became action star yeah and then you did and then people like john cusack tried to transition to into like a more dramatic actor which was always kind of weird because we always kind of imagine him with the boombox over his head yeah and then you got like tom hanks who's like you know what i'm gonna do philadelphia and just play like a guy with aids and then i'm gonna do like because oh, before that he was yeah he was, he was doing, doing like silly play, he was doing like money pit and shit Big, like that um turner and hooch mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's like no i'm gonna do philadelphia and won the oscar and then he did, saw his acting chops and then forrest man. gump and now he is uh, the green mile he's just a, a deep-seated like a high echelon actor mm-hmm. um, but there was a there was a nut up or shut up time and he's one of the few actors that i think came out of the 80s a lot stronger than he was in mm-hmm. and so that's exactly what adam sandler has done so <laughs> oh yeah that's right in the game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to bring right. it back this is about this is a happy madison film oh well, is this not bosom buddies episode <laughs> <laughs> well happy madison or um adam sandler did it with uh punch uh drunk, punch, love. drunk love yeah that was his first serious one um, and then after that, I think he had like one one more serious role before t- uh, Funny People, which is Oof, a I think not that's funny. A Judd Apatow type. Yeah, film. and I don't think that's a Happy Madison film. I believe no. that's an Apatow film. Yeah, an Apatow film, and then Uncut Gems, which he's pissed off about for which not. Which also isn't a Happy Madison film. That's the uh, A twenty four. A Sadafi Brothers film. Oh, Sadafi Brothers film. A twenty four distributed it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah um, other than that, I don't think any of the other actors in Happy Madison have really broken out and done any other genre-bending things, other than Kevin James, which is how we got onto this topic. Yes, give me a second. Are you you're thinking? Yep. Jonah Hill was interesting. I want to oh, let's yes. because he's not necessarily a Happy Madison actor, but I will say this: I think there was a time when Jonah Hill was working very hard to be in either the Happy Madison group. Or the Apatow group. The yes, Apatow he was group. like uh, in the purgatory between both of those. Because at the same time that he was doing uh, like 40-Year-Old Virgin or Superbad, maybe before Superbad. That was right, right, right around this time. Uh, this film, uh, it was a time where Jonah Hill was kind of showing up in a lot of different places. Yeah. With very small roles. And then he kind of then they kind of figured out what his what his stride was after Superbad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is interesting to see him. It's almost like they did a fantasy draft of comedians and somehow Adam Sandler got Jonah Hill in here because it is kind of weird that Jonah Hill's in this film. It is. He does he almost look up. out of place. Yeah, I mean, because like this is around the time he was doing Accepted. He was having a lot of those side roles and people just knew him as the funny fat guy. Yeah. Type of th- and you can tell that he's working so hard to kind of break out of that. Mm-hmm. We, we saw him in Click as the fat son, as Adam Sandler's fat son. Again, a, another very small side role that... I think was the building block to his career. Yeah, and I've now I've heard he has quite a reputation of being very difficult to work with. Not necessarily oh, that he's an asshole, but I'm sure that he has like a standard 
of uh, of work. His work ethic is probably so honed that you know he he seems like the kind of actor or director that is like okay let's another take that wasn't good enough okay like someone who's very self critical which is why he's where he is at right now like doing shit yeah. like uh, maniac being in the wolf of wall street so he i think he's a notable actor to uh, have picked out in this movie that kind of broke out yeah it's interesting to see how far he's come off of uh, just a couple of nominations but yeah. rightfully i mean moneyball is he did an incredible job in moneyball that's right um Linda Cardellini too. She's um she's Velma. she's popped up in a lot of things. Velma, you know her from Freaks and Geeks. Um, Hawk, Hawkeye's wife. Hawkeye's wife. Uh, right now she is a killing show, literally dead to me, uh, which she's getting a lot of um, praise. attention for. It's a, a lot of praise. I do highly recommend it. Um, and she is absolutely beautiful. Is she getting younger as she ages? She looks good, dude. I, she she looks like she's getting younger as she ages. Um, she, I you know what I think it is. Botox. She got bangs. The yeah. I like the bangs. I think That's bangs make a girl is. look younger. Really? Nah, bangs ain't banging, bro. You don't like bangs? No. Nah. Why not? No. Nah. Why? Nah, I don't, I'm not a fan. Am I, am I allowed to not like things? No, Do I have I'm, to like everything that you like, Christian? No, you I don't not think necessarily. I, do. I think we're allowed to have different things. No, that's fine. I just want you to justify why you don't like bangs. I'm asking why. You know what, bro? What do you like? Middle parts? Bald. I like a nice <laughs> bald woman. <laughs> you want Kanye West's ex girlfriend? What's her name? Actually, she's a voluptuous. You what? I you know what? It's just <sighs> makes me so upset when you boil women down just to their physical appearance. Dude, why do you always have to frame me? You know, you okay? Why do you always do that to me? Either when I say something, you're like Christian, that's too nice. Speak up. And then when I speak up, Christian, why you got to be such a dick? And now I'm like on both extremes and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I think. This is where I like you, bro. This is where Fuck I like to keep you, you in like the vulnerable, vulnerable and insecure. Yeah. And it's because if you get too good of a head on your shoulders, then, you know, you'll fuck off and leave me in the dust. You so. did this to me when I lost weight. You're like, oh, got to keep you humble, bro. You got too much confidence. I don't Oof. like this guy. Did not. Wow. Not fair. Not fair that I lost that I worked hard to lose weight. No, that's fine. Do that, please. It was gross when you were. What's fat. not fair? That you got all this confidence. Why? It's just you're not supposed to be the confident one. That's supposed to be me. What? It's you know we have roles. We have clearly defined roles, and it's like uh, you already kind of have the height. Let me have something. You got plenty. Plenty of height. No. Oh, just plenty in general. Yeah, I was trying to play a compliment there, but you know what, dude? You want to list them out do... real quick before we get back to this movie? Or you just want to get back to the movie? List out what? All the traits that you adore of me. Excuse me. All the traits that you uh, that you adore that I that I have. You know, it's just it's just so many. I can't. Why even... you filibustering, man? No, I can't. Why you filibustering? You want me to pick one right now? Pick one. Your height. <laughs> Fuck you! You don't give a shit what? about my height. Okay, but I give a shit about. I will say I look taller now that I've lost weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and also not only taller, but. Uh, a secret for for you people out there when you, you lose vertical weight, stripes. Mm-hmm. your 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 dick looks bigger oh. when you lose weight. I heard actually your dick gets physically smaller when you lose weight. Yeah, because they take some of that skin and puts it back up into your head. N- what? Yeah. No. What did you learn in school, dude? I didn't learn that in school. You lose some of your fupa, and it then makes fupa fupa fat upper penis area. <laughs> you introduced me to so much of like I just. And I don't mean to fat shame, but I had no idea the plight of the fat man. Yeah, dude. I mean, of course, 
health was like a, a little side benefit. Like, okay, I'm not wheezing anymore and I could breathe through my nose, but also dick size, man. You just got so many more dicks. Is that what you're saying? You got bigger dicks now? Is that what you're saying? No, I have singular. One, <laughs> my dick is bigger. Looks mm. bigger. Okay, I don't know if my dick is bigger or if it looks bigger because the body that it is attached to is smaller. Uh-huh. But so it could, regardless, it's a good thing. Well, you know, I was going to list off at least 100 traits of yours that I adore, but it seems like we've wasted too much time. And let's get back to the movie. <laughs> okay. I really wanted to pay you so many compliments, Christian. Oh, I have okay. them. What do you want to talk about? Grandma's boy. Enough about you, you pretentious cuss. Specifically about Grandma's boy, what do you want to, what do you want to talk about? There's so much that happens. Talk about JP. Uh, the, the, the schizophrenic robot who runs this gaming place. This guy is so weird. He's dressed like Neo. As he thinks he's the shit. I like when he like hides. He just like pulls up his collar. He's like, he's like, he's like, I can still see you, asshole. He's standing up against the wall. And then he walks away. He's like, Whew, that was close. Yeah, he thinks that he can hide, and he thinks that uh, Linda Cardellini really likes him. He's like, I want to be on top of you. Sit on my face. <laughs> what was that? No, nothing. 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 He plays that character very well. Hilarious. It's so funny. And all the video games in this movie are real. Are they? Yes. Why are you, why are you being so sarcastic to me right now, man? Because you deserve it. I don't deserve your sarcasm right now. I had a long shift at work. Uh-huh. I come home. Uh-huh. I say, yo, dude, let's record a nap. Mm-hmm. And you come here. Yeah. I provide you. What? With beverage. Did you? I provide you. I have no beverage. With Frenchie. You did not. I provide I... you with cloth to, to cover your naked body. None of these things. I provide you with... these things are true. Provide you with roof over your head. There's a hole up there. Christian, everything you've said to the audience is not true. This weird Pacino monk is not cutting it. I provide you with... Bountiful women. What? There's no one in here. There's no one. Otis is dead. <laughs> There's no one in here. I feel bad for laughing that hard at a at a dead Otis joke. Dead Otis jokes are my favorite. You know what the difference is between a Lamborghini and a dead Otis? We don't, we don't have a Lamborghini in the studio. <laughs> Holy shit. So this horse walks into a bar. <laughs> yeah. And the bartender says, Why the long face? Why? Oh. Horse, get it? Come on. Oh. <laughs> the horse says, My wife's dead and so are my kids. Oh my gosh. Anti jokes <laughs> are some of my favorite jokes. Uh, I think when we start doing stand up again, again, like we like we were <laughs> like the deep old days. It, <laughs> like the old days. Uh, when we were hitting up open mics every week. We'll be back, fans. We'll be back. I know you're waiting for us to to do some stand-up but like I, just a bunch of anti-jokes would be hilarious you know what else would be hilarious this fucking movie <laughs> if we tackled it we've tackled it let yes. me tackle you now bitch here's the thing <laughs> who's your best person on set my best person and if you put linda cardellini i want three hard facts none of which have to be physical attributes okay linda cardellini because i think it is intimidating <laughs> so she actually the her first scene she came later than all the other actors on set. Makes sense. Um, so she, her first scene was her kissing scene with Alan Covert. Gross. Because she was I, hired I, later than everyone else. I wonder why when they film movies like this, they always put the kissing scene like on their first day. I guess it's to break the tension, right? I, you would think that they would logically put it at the nearing of the end of the Or however, if, you know, the shooting 
yeah. calendar goes. But to build the chemistry between the two people. But they said it was awkward, but she was like, this is part of the job. So she had to do that. I mean, all these people knew each other. Peter Dante, um, the cross-eyed dude at the beginning, um, <laughs> Rob Schneider, David Spade, Nick Swardson, Alan Covert. All these people are part of the Happy Madison camp. Yeah. And for you to be basically a foreigner, come on the set. Foreigner. And to be someone that didn't really tackle wacky, goofy comedy like the rest of these actors and pull it off, mm -hmm. I think that she did a fantastic job. To tackle something as uh, as silly as singing karaoke, very drunk, playing drunk, but not in a cringy fashion, mm. because she was drunk at that party. Yeah. Um, she started singing, I think it was Salt and Pepper, Ah, uh, Push It. Um, and that's the full name. Yes, with all of that. Um, she did that. And to still hold her ground and to not be shat overshadowed by all these other people. <laughs> to not be what? To not be shat on. <laughs> That's what I thought I'm you were going to say. Glad, Linda, I'm glad you do dodged all that shit. <laughs> you know what she didn't dodge? What? The weird robot, dude. Oh, yeah. Poor. Fucking JP. I sit on my face. <laughs> He was on a fucking Segway. His home is just a like a white room with white walls. Uh, I do like his office though. His chair is like leaned back at like maybe a thirty degree angle, and he's got yes. like four screens. Yes, and uh... like one of the guys comes in, and gives him an idea, and he's like, "Get out!" And he's like, mm, "That's actually a good idea." He's like, "I know." <laughs> he's talking to himself. He's freaky. Do you not talk to yourself? Oh, I definitely do. When you think, do you think in like a monologue or do you just like have the thought? That's a good question. Um, I think I think in a monologue. Uh, like, for example, like when I when I wake up and I go through my day, I think I my thoughts go like this as follows. All right. I got to go. I got to go uh, set up for the podcast. OK, I got to go uh, make a sandwich. OK, I got to go work out before 2 p.m. because Alejandro is going to come. So and, it's kind of like a monologue. I and guess. in your brain, you kind of like have those like filler words, too. Yes. Um, yes. Um. I think my my <laughs> people say that they are more articulate in their brain. And when it when the words uh, come out of their mouth, it's less articulate. You're not. I think it's the other way around. I think by miraculously. My jumbled up sentences and illiteracy that is formed in my brain, by the time it reaches my mouth and it is spat out, it somehow makes some adherent sense. Mm. How about you? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I think in a monologue as well, I believe. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very articulate in my head, way more than I am when it comes out of my mouth and way more than I am when I text. When I text, I text like a fourth grade girl. When you no, when you text, you sound you. I text how I talk. You sound like a sixty-five-year-old man that doesn't care. I, well, I definitely don't care. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you, I literally earlier today I texted you saying, "Hey, man, thanks for being flexible. I know I have a hectic schedule. I appreciate you working around it." Yeah, what do you very heartfelt. Yeah, you no, you could have said, "Yeah, uh, yeah, what? Uh, thanks, man." But he said, "Or." You said, yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. You said, whatever, dude. Yeah, no, no worries, bro. Like, it's whatever. Don't That's me. not how I read it. It was uh, just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Well, I, I was trying, I didn't know how to respond to that because I wasn't going to be like, well, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> because that seemed like a really shitty way to respond also. You I just knew said, this was going to come up. Yeah, dude, I, no problem. 
That's, that's what I said. Whatever, man. You said the word yeah, whatever, whatever was man. in the text. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I get. I, yeah, whatever, man. You realize in the text, I don't see you like shrugging your shoulder and smiling. <laughs> in the text, it just sounds like, yeah, dude, whatever, man. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Good thing I know you enough that it's like, okay. This is how he says you're welcome. Yes. But to anyone else. But I'm not texting anyone else. I'm if texting you. If you went on a date with uh, a girl and at the end of the date, the girl's like, Alex, I had such a wonderful night. Thanks for taking me out. If yeah, you whatever, said. <laughs> I bet you, I, yeah, girl, I, whatever. I, I honestly, okay, I wouldn't say girl. I might actually call her dude. <laughs> but uh, that's exactly how I would end the night, dude. That's, I, I'm almost positive I have ended dates like that. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Never. Hey, yeah. thanks for dinner. Yeah, whatever. Don't worry about it. Thanks for dinner. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it, dude. It's cool. Uh, who, don't mention who, it. Don't mention it is my favorite way to end a date. Don't mention it. Don't tell anybody I did this. Don't tell anybody I was here. That's Delete a those photos. Funny breakdown. We say don't mention it, but if you were to read that wrong or say it in a different tone, it could hey, sound like don't, don't mention this mention to it. anyone. You're my side chick. I'm and embarrassed you're not supposed you. to tell people that I'm hanging out with you. <laughs> Thanks for the steak dinner, Toots. Everyone knows I like Stacy, not you. Just sometimes you, so don't ever mention it. I hang out with you, Jen, when Stacy's busy. <laughs> I like to keep my schedule busy. My best person on Saturday. That's what I was going to ask you. Were you? I really was, but you were on this whole don't mention it. Uh, <laughs> I think you were actually on the don't it. It was fun. It was a fun tangent. I had to play. My best person on set award has to go to Alan Covert. Yes. And explain why, please. Well, he's gorgeous. And he's just just the prettiest person. Have you seen him lately? <laughs> yeah, I love the mustache. The mustache I think you should grow. Uh, no, he's actually really funny. He wrote this film. It took him uh, eight years to write it. Two. I think it was eight. And, it must have felt and, like eight. You know, I, I usually think, I, I wouldn't debate over like... this if the numbers were closer, but you say eight, I say two. <laughs> and I think if I think what it felt like was eight years. <laughs> what it, <laughs> what it felt actually like? took was two years. Can you imagine if we did this show and we only gave information not based on facts, feelings, but feelings? Welcome to America, bitch. <laughs> All right, I feel like Rotten Tomatoes gave this. A 27%. You can actually look, but this is how I feel. Here's my truth. 99% Rotten Tomatoes, certified fresh. This is 100% an opinion-based podcast. No, this is facts. These are hard facts, Look baddies. it up in the Library of Congress, bitch. Mm-hmm. You'll find us. Right next to fuck you in the dictionary. Yep. I wonder if you can <laughs> buy slots in the dictionary. I'm sure. But if you come up with a word. <laughs> uh, I want to come up with a word right now. Potato. Okay, and what does that mean? Potato on a pole. That's all. I, that's improv, dude. Now, see, this is how you make up a word. What? Okay. The word that I'm thinking of is stargle. Stargle is what happens when you sit in your car and realize that you left something in the house. Stargle. Oh, man. I He's just stargled again. <laughs> stargled oh, it's, it's again. It's a verb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, Not where I Did you I just stargle? Yeah, I'll be right back. I gotta I'll go be grab. right back, dude. I forgot my lunch. Ever since we have to wear masks everywhere, I've been stargling like I'm it's nobody's business. I'm stargling all the time. Hey, man, are you stargling? No, I'm straight. Man. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying you're starving. <laughs> <laughs> no, stargling. Before we end this, I want to talk about the crazy party that they have. I think we wouldn't do it's this It's so movie crazy justice. I blacked it out of my memory. Honestly, I don't remember a lot of the party. Jonah Hill. No. Can you tell me what Jonah Hill was doing during this party? I can't actually. I actually cannot. He was sucking on a teat. 
Um, she is uh, slated as the milkmaid. <laughs> and uh, on Google, it says that she is an American actress best known for <laughs> Grandma's Boy. So uh, here's to you. Here's to you, milkmaid. But literally, the party starts halfway through the party. He's looking at her boobs. She says, do you want some of this? He starts sucking on her boob. Uh, party ends next morning. He's he's near the entrance of the house, still sucking on her boob. <laughs> and he was like, this was the best night ever. Um, at that party, Nick Swartzen also sleeps with Shirley sure, Jones. Yeah. And he's like, uh, to tell you the truth, you were my first time. And she's like, to tell you the truth, you were, you were my, and starts doing calculations in her head. 3,000. Ah, and you can, he turns around. He's <laughs> he like so emotionally his, hurt. He like closes his eyes for a second. <laughs> Nick Swartzen. Best. Doing some Honestly, great acting. Best person on the set. <laughs> you change it from Alan Covert Alan to Covert. Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen gets a special mensch. Special. <laughs> Stop shortening words, He's dude. a special mensch. Stop. It's, it, that's not a word that you should shorten. <laughs> it's funny because mensch in like Yiddish is like an idiot. Oh, you mensch? Yeah, but this is M-E-N-T. Not M-E-N-C-H. Ah, man. You're making English the most confusing language in existence. You're making it even more confusing, dude. Abaletita. El Nino de Abaletita. (laughs) This was our review of... (laughs) El El Nino de Abaletita. De de la Abuelita. Which which actually... It's it's one of those things where when you translate it to to Spanish and Mm -hmm. translate it back... It doesn't uh, actually, you know, kind of make it all the way no, through. No. So in English, it's grandma's boy. In Spanish, it's uh, el niño de grandma uh, del abuelita, um, which directly translates to boy of the small grandma. That is a cr- that's a mouthful. That like Jonah Hill, that is a mouthful. I would Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill sucking on the, the easiest way. It's one syllable each. Jonah Hill or two in the first. <laughs> Guys, it is now 6 a.m. and I can see the sun coming up. Yes, it's time to sleep. Um, it's time to beep. I started watching Money Heist on Netflix real quick. So you're reading a movie? It's on, uh, well, yeah, it's all <laughs> subtitles, dude. you don't understand Spanish. <laughs> no. And you, you, uh, you the, need to. The intro popped up and, you know, it's called Money Heist in America. But that's not what it is in Spanish. But in Spanish, like when the title comes up, it's uh, La Casa de Papel. <laughs> House of paper. The House of Paper. Um, crazy translation. You know what else is a crazy translation? What? It can't be that bad. What's it a translation for? Esta no mal. I don't believe you, but <laughs> but we could end there. It is, it is not. It is no bad. <laughs> Esta no mal. No malo. <laughs> malo is a name. <laughs> I don't know Spanish. <laughs> I don't know Spanish. I was speaking to um a rock this lady uh this cleaning lady at, at work uh-huh. and um good for you for treating everybody with respect what said, yeah yeah, sp- yeah it's sp- another compliment see this is why I don't compliment you because your sarcasm it, it's hard to read man right <clears throat> so uh, yeah I was talking to her and I said hola she oh. said hola and uh, she said uh uh, ¿Cómo estás? Or I, I said, ¿Cómo estás? And mm. she said, uh, Bien, ¿y tú? And then I said, uh, Bien, I think I said, Bien, ¿y tú? <laughs> so I just kept on asking her, and you? Yes, and you? Because I thought, ¿y tú? Meant también, which is as well, right? Yo, yeah, yo también. I just fucked it up. That's what I'm trying to say. That sounds embarrassing. Yeah. 
Guys, I think we talked about this movie. <laughs> we did talk about this movie. Talked about something. There's a crazy video game battle at the end. They play DDR. Yeah, and and uh, the, the, we're going to be doing some crazy video games later today. If this releases on Friday, we'll yes. also be on a Twitch stream uh, with our friend uh, Cheeky Goat. Yeah. The Cheeky Goat. Cheeks on Goats. Goat Cheeker. What is it? The Cheeky Goat. I was right the first time. Don't send them to all these wrong places. You'll find some weird shit. You will find, yeah. But if you're lucky enough, you might see us play video games. Yes. Uh, it'll be probably at 1 or 2 p.m. time TBD. It'll but, be on Friday. Yeah, it's on Friday. It's today. If means, you're listening to this right now, it means on nothing, today. Yeah, past, past the future. But uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we're going to be playing some bad games. Yep. Yeah, don't it, forget to uh, spade and neuter your cats and dogs. Yes, I give this movie a four, four out of five. Really bonkers. I mean, how is it not bonkers? I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It definitely is bonkers. Sure, in the best way ever. Yeah, four out of five. How about you? Three out of five. Okay. No, okay. two out of five. Bonkers on the other side. Wow, you didn't like it? Well, I did, but that doesn't mean that it aged well or is a movie that I would rewatch. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much set on maybe never seeing Grandma's Boy again. You're making me feel like I'm too generous with these ratings. You're too generous in everything, Christian. Have you seen how much ice cream you give kids? Have you seen ladies after I walk out of the bedroom with them? Yeah, they're Damn right, I'm generous. And they're upset. No, I One think you're talking about yourself. Whoa! Wow! Don't say shit like that. I just, uh, I've started watching the Jeffrey Epstein uh, documentary. Woof. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. how you're ending the episode <laughs> baddies uh rate and review us on apple Podcasts. five stars only um we Good saw save. that you guys have rated and reviews reviewed us actually yeah, which is it's very dope. nice of you to do um, we haven't read them on the air yet because they haven't quite met our standards yet. actually these last two reviews pretty dope reviews. I, we just haven't read them yet out yeah. loud so but we will maybe next time yes um yes follow yes. us on instagram at icbtb podcast uh check out our website at icbtb.com or it can't be that bad.com and then you take a walk for 30 minutes today get out of the house uh-huh wear your mask not when you're walking though you'll be fine oh i i guess well you know don't purposefully walk in a direction of an individual and cough on them that's the worst thing you can you're do you're ruining the nice thing that i was saying okay what are you gonna say walk go walk us up no, for 30 you know minutes what? fuck it yeah fuck it you ruined it no. You ruined it. No. You, you I hate when people ruined it. My my cousins used to always tell me You killed it whenever I tried to like get in on a joke. Oh man, you were a joke killer? Yeah, I mean oh, as a as a kid, man. I was younger than yeah, these cousins. I know. I used to get that too. Yeah. My well, brother used to tell me that I went to joke killer university. Wait, really? Yeah. That's not even a no, that's a pretty good joke. <laughs> Especially like if it's in the nineties, early two thousands type thing. Just for like last week. Oh, <laughs> Uh, a little bit of spit went into my nose. Let's end it there. <laughs> Why do you keep making it weird? Why? We're gonna. We're never. We're actually. We're actually gonna cut from forty minutes ahead of this. <laughs> so the whole last forty minutes isn't gonna make it in. So it's just gonna cut off at some random point. <laughs> and you're not gonna get your full review of Grandma's Boy unless you pay us money, and this is on the Patreon. <laughs> yes. Guys, rate us five stars. This Patreon episode is just the last 40 minutes of this episode. <laughs> Our entire Patreon will be consisted of incomplete episodes. If you want to hear the rest, give us your money. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really smart way. Yeah, I'll let you shoot that commercial because I can't sound aggressive like that. Or demanding. Give me your money. Give us money. 
Oh, Christian. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing the robot thing. You're like talking to yourself. (laughs) Dude, I know. I'm tired from work and I'm sweaty. This is this is it. I'm I'm gonna say bye. Can you say bye? Bye. Can't be that bad.